What's up, everybody? This is the voice of Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. Hey there. And Jared Buckendall. This is my voice. That is his voice. These are all of our voices. Uh, Don't take it. (laughs) Don't take his voice. (laughs) We, of course, are socially constipated back again with our weekly show. Good to be back in the swing of things here. Um, uh, Hopefully back weekly. I guess probably shouldn't overpromise, but uh, we got the last one out on time, so we're on a hot streak. <laughs> oh, um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. There's, uh, we're gonna play a fun game that we haven't played in a little while. Uh, we've got a bunch of reviews and things. Uh, Jared's gonna talk to us about some adventures in pet sitting, um, which, if you know Jared, you know is gonna be quite an adventure. Um, <laughs> and uh, and lots of stuff, lots of stuff kind of in between. This this show will come out just a few days after Juneteenth. So if you uh, if you celebrated Juneteenth, we hope you had a, a a joyous occasion. I myself will be. I think we're gonna be on the lake, Seth. Right, uh, a friend of ours having a bachelor party, gonna be doing the uh, lake thing down at Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. Probably pounding yep. some beers, uh, listening to some country music. Very classic <laughs> Juneteenth celebrating. <laughs> yep, definitely. Uh, will be a, a few fireworks shot off for you. Um, I don't know if they'll, they'll maybe a couple bottle rackets. We'll we'll get those and and uh, that's we'll, how we'll celebrate the day. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Jared, we got lined up. I know you're gonna. Uh, I know you have a wild time set up for uh, for your Juneteenth celebration. Oh, don't you even. I, I don't know where that was going. Um, I don't have anything planned. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was unfair. Put you on the spot. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Well, also, uh, and, and again, not to take uh, thunder away or whatever, but I believe it's Father's Day, so my parents might come down uh, for, no lie, the fifth time in about six weeks, so might uh, hang out with them. There you go. Yeah, you could have some pop time. Yeah, yeah it is Father's Day. I, I didn't realize those were on the same weekend. Um, mm-hmm. If I was a terrible comic, I would talk about how ironic that is. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> But uh, uh, instead, I will just say happy Father's Day belated uh, to all the fathers out there. Um, who do we know that's a dad besides Mike V? Shouts out Mike V from Mike's Wood. Um, hopefully his, his <sighs> two, two little guys uh, got him some expensive presents. You know? Ooh, they yeah. should have jobs by now, I would think. One of them is two. Did you, uh, I guess I'm curious, Did uh, was, was Father's Day ever a big thing? Like, did you guys ever get, like, grandiose presents for your fathers, or, or was it just like, hey, we made you breakfast, and it's, like, really shitty breakfast? <laughs> yeah, I got a feeling we all had about the same experience, because we've all got about the same dad. Yeah. Uh, it was very much like a, you know, uh, you better do something or mom's going to get on your case. But uh, dad doesn't give a shit. Uh, He'd be he'd be pretty content to to not do anything. I will say my dad's gotten more sentimental over the years. So um, I think it is kind of meaningful to him that we, you know, uh, tell him we're thinking about him. And he's not a gift guy. So we never really have had to do much extravagant. Um, Last year, I got him football tickets. So I don't know how I'm supposed to top that. That's pretty good. Yeah. um, Mother's Day, though. You better not fuck around on Mother's Day. Nope. That's the one. Do not mess with it. Yeah. I think all the fucks that my dad had about Father's Day, he just gave to Mother's Day. Like, he's really intense about us making sure we do something for mom. Um, but he's like, nah, I don't I don't need shit. My folks are going to be coming out to Bend, though, um, next weekend. So we'll probably have it a little bit of a delayed Father's Day. I kind of want to take my parents whitewater rafting, but I'm afraid we'll lose my mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we'll see. When Seth was out, uh, yeah, I think this is a fantasy trip. So Jared, you weren't here, but um, no, no, I heard of, I heard story. I think that this is the trip that I met uh, like halfway, or like when, once everyone left, I showed up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. We went out uh, rafting with Chuck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Chuck was a hoot. I haven't talked to that guy in a while. It's a weird. Uh, it's a weird feeling when you realize that uh, the rafting guide has smoked more weed than everybody else <laughs> on the raft that day. It's kind of a wild west. You're on your own, kid. Kind of feeling. Well, before we roll on, I want to remind folks to head out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. There you can find uh, all of our episodes. You can find links to uh, to comment. You can find our social media profiles. Everything going on with Socially Constipated is out there on the website. You can even join our mailing list uh, to stay up to date with any news that we drop. And also, you can click the button to become an anchor wanker. That right works now. through the anchor platform, of course. You can kick us a buck, two bucks, five bucks, uh, whatever you think our show's worth on a monthly basis. We'd appreciate you kicking in a bit to keep the show going and growing. Um, big shout out to all our anchor wankers, especially who uh, right stuck now. with us through our, our hiatus that we were on for a couple of months there. But um, uh, we'll be back to providing you with your $1 or $2 or $5 a month worth of entertainment. And no more, we promise. Um yeah, shouts out to the wankers. We're looking forward Ooh. to, at some point soon, we're going to announce a date for our next live show where we'll be able to thank you all, uh, I'll put in air quotes, in person. Um, so look forward to that. Keep an eye on the website and on the socials for uh, the date for our next live entertainment outhouse, which hopefully will be coming up very soon. So there's a little tease for you. A little tease. Ooh, tease. Ooh. Give me what I want! No, be patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I have no more patience left for what I look forward to every week, and that is hearing from WWE Hall of Famer, the Iron Sheik. Time for some Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. Iron Sheik had a couple of entries this week, so I uh, I think I... I I had to pick a couple that made me really laugh out loud. Um, one of them, I just kind of like to get an insight of the Iron Sheik's day often with these tweets. And it seemed that he, uh, this is later on in the, in the night, so maybe he had, he had spent uh, some, some time during the day looking for some tools and things. Because at 10.06 p.m. he tweeted, fuck the hardware store. So clearly, clearly <laughs> he had a bad day searching for his hammers and ball peens. <laughs> is the... Wait, isn't a ball peen a hammer? Yeah. Or is that a different thing? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're hammers. Actually, I was at Trivia this uh, last Sunday, um, and we the trivia was like, uh, you know, the, that episode of The Office? Which, again, this is a glitch in the simulation stuff here, but did Trivia had been thinking about The Office because in that episode where they do trivia, they like they play it by holding up whiteboards, mm-hmm. and you write your answer down, and that's what we did at this trivia, which I've never done one like that before. And then I was at the dentist yesterday, and on the little TV was that episode of The Office. Um, so that was kind Ooh. of weird. Man, that's, that's definitely a sign. Moment. Um, but uh, that that was that, that one of the categories. So basically, their their whole setup there is they do three categories. The categories are completely random, and there's ten questions in each of that category. And one of the the categories was hardware. Uh oh, 
hard was was uh, like hardware stuff, like home uh, home repairs, and I guess hardware store technically is part of that. Um, hmm. So another glitch in the matrix. Um, and one of the questions was, what type of uh, uh, tool is a is ball peen? And it was. Hand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> someone someone was having a someone was taking the piss i think when they named that thing <laughs> but that is a, that is a confluence of matrix moments if yeah if you weren't convinced i think this might be it i can't even track all the lines that you, you just also had. i will say too um for the game coming up later you guys brought up two things very similar to a couple of the the stuff in the game um all the game so again, maybe glitch in the matrix because the the uh, got a little preview of what was to come. Um, the other Iron Sheik tweet, uh, he must have been listening to some good music the next day. He was probably trying to get over uh, the the uh, the downfall at the hardware store. The next day at 2:09 p.m., he tweeted, "All I want to do is zoom, 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 and boom, boom, and break your fucking back, make you humble, you dumb son of a bitch." So he was <laughs> dancing to that song, and then he got really angry thinking about the hardware store again. Wait, hold on a second. Isn't that the song from Xenon, the girl from the 21st century? Warrior Princess? Very close. Not quite. Uh, it. I could see how you... Because it's... Yep, the zoom, zoom, zoom. zoom make my heart zoom, go boom, boom. Makes okay, my heart yep. go boom. The one that I think... I think... I, I, I guess it seems to me the safe bet is not that the Iron Sheik is quoting... Xenon Girl of the 22nd Yeah, he's not century. on Disney Plus just, you know, binge-watching the trilogy. Yeah, not like me. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think what he's... It, it's the, all I want to do is boom, 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 and a zoom, zoom, zoom. Oh, boom, yeah, boom. yeah, yeah. I don't even know that song at all, but... Is that ludicrous? That I don't... Mm. I don't know. Do we know, Pretty Seth? Sure do you know? James Taylor, maybe. Probably a Neil, Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> the song is called <laughs> Crosby, Crosby, Stills and Nash, maybe. Yeah, yeah. it's actually it. George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. It's Rex and Effect. Uh, Rump Shaker is the name of the song from the album Hard or Smooth in 1992. Jeez, oh, yeah. Uh, someone needs to tell Rex and Effect that you can have it all. Sometimes it can be hard and smooth. Show me your dick! No. All right. Iron Sheik, going to the hardware store. I've had to go to the hardware store, actually. This is a total aside. I I need to go to the hardware store because I need tools now that I've got the house. And the only, (laughs) the only, like, hardware... I have a box that I... I think it's, like, underneath my kitchen counter now. Um, I think it's kind of like what people call the junk drawer... But uh, I've got mine all in a box. But it's like screws and like um, those Allen wrenches that come with furniture that you have to use to put together. Um, Pins to put stuff in the wall. Like staples. This really small and shitty electric drill that I have. And a hammer. I don't remember buying the hammer. I have no clue how I acquired a hammer. Um, It is not a ball peen, for those asking. Um, But I, I have... I call it the dad box, <laughs> and uh, that's which is a really good website, by the way. Uh, if you haven't checked, it oh out. no, yeah. 
dad box. We'll put it. Uh, link say. in the com. Uh, link in the show description. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's nasty. I thought it was where you keep all your used tissues. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's nasty. I don't like that at all. You Mostly because you're dad. right. There are. <laughs> there are used tissues in there. You, you just hear, Daddy, help me. <laughs> oh when God. You by the box. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just oh, like a chorus, like, chorus of 20 million screams. Help us! <laughs> I, every time I open that drawer, they like look up at like the aliens in Toy Story. The claw! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The paw! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, those are my little boys. Boys! <laughs> All crumpled up. Uh, you got any more Iron Sheik wisdom for us this week? No, that was it. All right. Well, carry on. Watch out! Watch out for the hardware stores and boom, boom, your zoom, zoom, you dumb sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I call you a punk. I was just—I just thought this. Do we know where he is, the Iron Sheik? Because if it was 10 p.m. your time, I very much doubt he was in a hardware store. <laughs> Uh, uh, I would guess like California. I don't know though. California. That's a good place. That's a good place. Huh? I don't know. Maybe I guess he could. He didn't need to tweet it immediately. Maybe he tweeted it later on in the day. I like to think yeah. that Iron Sheik has a full day, and then he goes and sits down at the computer and types his tweets out, and it's how he reviews his day. <laughs> well, we roll onward, and we're gonna get into game time. Uh. This is a, another game that is a favorite of ours, but will still require a rules explanation from Seth. Uh, we are going to get into news or nonsense. News or nonsense. News or nonsense. <laughs> All right. We have uh, news or nonsense. We have three headlines news headlines um they any all any combination could be either real uh actual headlines or headlines i made up so there's not a there's not one you're searching for each individual one is on its own i also at the end have a couple of additional things to share um but we'll get there at the end while while i was searching through uh looking for for news stories and whatnot there's a couple things that i wanted to uh to bring up because there's a new website that i found that has some of these interesting news stories on them so uh, <laughs> they're getting a little creative i think you guys have to put a wager on how many of these you think are going to be actual news items Ooh, jared you pick first i'm a betting man and gonna play it safe with two two actual news items because there's three right Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to say just one. I think Seth's feeling very nonsensy this week. Okay. Jared's sticking with two. Sticking with two. All righty. First headline. Boston Transit Agency to test urine detectors on elevators. Is that news or nonsense? Hold on a second. What the hell is a urine detector? <laughs> that would be a nose. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you actually serious? 
this I mean, is the news headline. Is it? I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's a piece of tech. I think they're gonna hire a person to stand in there and sniff. Oh, and, uh, I want tech. Nah, I want it to be a person. I want to get hired for that job. I'll just go stand in there. Think? Someone will call me every hour and be like, "Hey, is there piss in there?" I'd be like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> huh? Do you think you get many bathroom breaks? I I don't think you need one if you're a good liar. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Who was pissing in the elevator? It was the piss detector the whole time. You know what? what? That's good job security then. You'd never lose your job. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> or maybe you would because you're yeah, not Yeah, you would because the there's piss in the elevator ultimately, which you're trying to stop, which is your fault. Well, it's a whole place. circle. It's a whole circle. There's piss, yeah. so they need you, but then there's piss, so they're like, you're not good at your job. Circle yeah. of piss. Yeah. The circle of piss. <laughs> it's like a detective who also murders. Oh man, it's the perfect crime. It is the perfect crime. Except with piss. I again I want act okay, so you're saying it's a person? I don't know. Okay, can you please I mean, repeat he just it? Made I'm that bullsh- up. He just I'm bullshit, dude. You. We don't even know if this is a real story. I don't know what it is. Wow. <laughs> You had me sold there. <laughs> I'll say this. I'm going to say it's nonsense because I I think the ship has sailed on Boston smelling like piss. I, I don't think they care. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... I, I'm sure it still reeks of tea. <laughs> um, T and P. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mm, I want it... Yeah, I'm going to go nonsense. This is this is too crazy. If the, If it's real tech, though color me surprised <laughs> all right well this is gonna make jared colored surprised oh no it is news what yeah you guys were you guys are so strong about uh how much this was nonsense that i wanted to go back and look at the the news uh, article i was gonna say please is it is it uh, like a wet detector Yes. So no, it's basically what uh, that guy staying in the elevator would have done, but he won't be. This won't be tempted to piss all over it to cover <laughs> the long con. Uh, so he's so a. Oh, go ahead. It's a, a pilot program which urine detection sensors, urine detection sensors. That's a hard word to say. Will be placed in four downtown elevators, so they're like public elevators. The sensors alert transit ambassadors who can dispatch a cleaning crew. The sensors on the ceiling of an elevator have an attached fan, which allow them to suck in air and basically smell what is present, said Megan Collins. Collected, the data will be collected for several months, and they'll make a decision whether to implement more of these, which seems like that answer is going to probably be no. Wait, if, so if okay, it detects s- it, but then how do you prevent it? You don't. It's just someone then comes to clean it faster. So apparently, the problem probably is that people are peeing in the elevators and then it's just there all day and no one's coming to clean it up no one's probably reporting it either yeah doesn't it seem though like if you have if you have sniffing technology why is the elevator why is this the first we're hearing about exactly shouldn't there be a million other places with piss sniff testers before the elevator like a bathroom not even piss like anything you know yeah Mm, piss at least they can like, like they can program the robots to like enjoy the piss. Maybe, like cause these <laughs> these these robots are getting. There's AI now that's getting sentient. So like if they if these robots are doing 
you know, shitty jobs like this. They gotta at least program piss loving robots. It sounds like it's getting very sentient. <laughs> oh no. Mm, give me your piss. <laughs> I just want it to go and like if someone pisses in the elevator and then it catches it, it just goes, mm, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, too, now I'm thinking, like, couldn't it be tricked? Like, what if there was a baby on there? What if someone had an accident? What if uh, someone else just has well, piss on them? You I don't know? think they're trying to necessarily, like, I don't think this is to prevent the piss necessarily. It's to, just to prevent the the like fermenting of piss in the carpet and all that i think uh, it's someone's just to, like, get people out there faster to clean it that might be they hope they're prepared to hire a shitload or a piss load of uh, janitors <laughs> then because they're gonna be busy every elevator i've ever been in smells like piss <laughs> well and also i mean there are some elevators. i'm assuming wait okay this is public right so it's probably yeah. not a carpeted elevator right yeah um, probably not Okay, yeah, that I mean that prevents a lot of it right there. I don't know. I thought it'd be a thing where like, I don't know, like heaters, like uh, side panels go up and it like dries it all, but then you still have the smell. I don't know. I'm thinking too outside of the box, even though it's an elevator. No, get back in that box. (laughs) (laughs) Man in the box, get in that box. What's in the box? I think the. If it smells piss, it should drop the floor and drop you out into Ooh. the shaft. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, then, if, then what if he did? It would have a baby or have an accident. <laughs> then, then, Or if he gets stuck in there. Well, that would be perfect if you get stuck in there. Like, that's the risk you're taking. You got to like, establish if, a pee corner and hope they well, didn't uh, install this thing? Well, no. Like, that's the... If you need to get... Like, you say your elevator gets stuck and, you know, like... You can't get out. the The way the emergency hatch is to pee in the floor. Oh poop, yeah. Oh. oh. Except now you're falling with your dick out. <laughs> and you're and peeing all pissed. over the inside of the shaft. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're falling with your your pants down and piss flying all around you. Dude, that's how I want to go. <laughs> Give me your piss. <laughs> yeah, me. Man, when that happens, all of a sudden, uh, Hillary Duff's Come Clean <laughs> is playing, too. <laughs> Holy shit. Let the rain <laughs> Oh, my God. I think the immediate flaw I see is what if someone is, like, well hydrated or they haven't had, you know, like asparagus. Like, not all piss smells mm. pissy, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not all piss is created equal. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I'm like, uh, you, you you develop this robotic nose, and for some reason, unless there this tech is being used elsewhere that we are not aware of, piss bot is number one. Like that is insane. <laughs> oh man, I want a fart bot too, <laughs> <laughs> and I want it to single out. I want it to know where the fart came from. I want it to be like, mm, woman oh. in red shirt farted, <laughs> and then just not do anything else besides that. I think that would prevent. Oh, you don't want it to, like, squirt out a thing of Febreze or whatever? No, I just want it to, like, shine a spotlight on her. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Mm, yeah. There just is the man over there with the bald head and T-shirt with Star Wars. That tastes like tacos and Pizza Hut and Burger King all in one. <laughs> <laughs> When'd you get a Star Wars T-shirt? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Man, oh, man. 
Well, uh, I already feel smarter. We've learned something new today. Uh, Boston Pissbot is a real thing. So next well, time I go to Beantown, I can't unload in the uh, elevator like I was hoping to. <laughs> <laughs> well, get ready to bit, get stupider because we have two more questions. Um, the next headline, Viacom sues strip club in Texas for claim that they are the home of Sandy Cheeks. Is that news or nonsense? This oh. has got to be... It's Texas. It's it's a lawsuit. This screams America, baby. The thing a strip is, I club wish, in Texas? I wish we knew the year, and obviously we, we do not have that information, but the year would tell a lot. I'm going to say... I'm going to say nonsense, because... I think fair use might protect this strip club. Unless they're using Sandy's likeness, I think they could just be saying they're describing the cheeks of the uh, nice ladies that work there. I'm going to say nonsense here. So you're saying, well, wait, okay, yeah, because trademarked, I don't think you Sandy Cheeks is a trademarked name. But then again, mm, I'm, I'm going to say news. This is news, baby. It's it's someone that's dressing up in a as a, squ- a furry astronaut and just stripping down on there. <laughs> oh God! Which cool. which not gonna lie, I would furry pay to ass. see. I was gonna say, well, if this is true, send us the address, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I can't send you the address because this is nonsense. Ah! Oh yeah! Loser! Loser! I was pretty proud of that one. I I thought that was, I thought that was clever. <laughs> Honestly, if anyone in Texas is listening, there's an idea for you. Uh, mm-hmm. And originally, I wrote Nickelodeon Sue Strip Club, and I'm like, ah, but if I go with Viacom, that's the the parent company of Nickelodeon. Yeah, it sounds oh. way more uh, professional. That slid right by me. That was sneaky. Gotta add some layers to trick you guys sometimes. Because if Nickelodeon did it, it would have been Amanda Bynes and the Dancing and Lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Nickelodeon sues because <laughs> a, a Boston uh, strip club w- had dancing lobsters. <laughs> I'd go there. Let's not think about Amanda Bynes being 13 when that show was on. <laughs> All right. Final headline. Pool noodle fight over the name Josh attracts hundreds in Nebraska. Is this news <laughs> or nonsense? <laughs> Oh my god, I hope it's news because I I got to know the rest of this story. I'm very glad that I got that last one because I unless there's a small detail in there that you changed, I'm pretty sure I've read this story. I think this is news and uh I I also want you to tell us more because it, it's a pretty funny story if I'm remembering it right. So, I Jared <laughs> and I both say news. It yes. is news. Uh, yeah. that's, that's why I finished with it because I wanted to read it because that is oh please hilarious. I, I feel like we got forty minutes of content right here. Spin us <laughs> a yarn, chef. All right, so, and all you Joshes out there, listen up. Um, I'll just. <laughs> all right, a couple. Uh, here's the news story from Lincoln, Nebraska. A couple hundred people grabbed their pool noodles and headed to a Nebraska park again. So this is a an annual event. Uh, to battle over the right to the name Josh. So whoever wins this pool noodle fight owns the name Josh. They are the true Josh. Uh, <laughs> the event started as an online joke when Josh Swain from Air, uh, Tucson, Arizona, sent out a tweet challenging anyone who shared his name to fight over it. Uh, after it took on a life of its own, Swain turned into a real, li- real event last year at, 
at the random coordinates he included in his original note, which happened to be in Lincoln or Nebraska. So he just <laughs> p- picked a random place and said, here's where we're fighting. <laughs> oh, uh, man. The enthusiasm from everyone, from everybody here was incredible. Um, several of the competitors this year donned costumes, including masks, animal suits, and football helmets before heading out to the park. That wasn't enough to dethrone five-year-old Josh uh, Vinson Jr., who defended his title as number one Josh. So jo- Josh Vinson Jr., is uh, he's five years old, is the number one Josh. They do Wait, raise he's money. only five years old? Yeah, and he fucking whoops some ass with that pool noodle. Um, wow. They raise money, though, for it now. Uh, raised $21,000 uh, for the Children's Hospital and Medical Center in Omaha. And the owners of the Josh Sellers Wine Label pledged to match that amount. So Josh Wines is getting That's oh, awesome. Wow. I love Josh uh, Wine. I actually drink it often. <laughs> yeah, they have a, uh, they do have a good red blend. They do. And then there's apparently a <laughs> Josh the Otter. Just steamroll right over that I'm, one. I'm literally reading I'm literally reading this as we're going. Uh, I'm like, is there anything else good? So I was not listening to what you're saying. I thought you guys uh, were having I, I a side trying, conversation. I was waiting for Jared to break because I couldn't tell if he was making a joke with his red blender or if he just actually has had it. Because they actually oh, do no, have I actually, red blend. I, I truly have actually had it. It's funny because I was getting wine the other day and that Josh label is like one or two bottles over from the one I usually get. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a good. And also, we got to give away a cookie and a star here. You get a fucking cookie and a star. Uh, that they were, had the wherewithal to raise money and give it to the children's hospital, pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. that is to be. I love when stupid internet shit ends up being like something that actually does some good. Like, <laughs> right, that, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I just thought that's hilarious that it's literally like a random spot. It was a random like thing to fight with in a pool noodle, and now everyone's wearing random sh- costumes. Like, uh, should, we should we should do a. I think, because like Cody's a pretty popular name, so I mean, you, I think you get a lot of a lot of Cody's. Jared's pretty popular, but I think I'd have to fight a jewelry company, um, the whole Ooh, company. Yeah. But that that's the thing. Maybe they'll maybe they'll donate to your. They'll give free jewelry mm, whoever to whoever yeah. wins. Or all the diamonds become yours. <gasps> Be like Sonic. Yeah. Those are gems. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Who's do who do we who are some legendary Joshes? Josh, Josh Peck? Peck. Yeah, yeah, Josh Peck. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Josh Allen. He'd be there. Um Josh Bigosh. Oh, Josh Bagosh. Wait, is that an actual thing? No, it's Oshkosh Bagosh. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Josh is Christ. Is that his name? Yeah, that's Jesus' little brother. If you're Josh's. going with a soft if you're going with a soft J, you'll have to go against Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't yep. think of a ton more Joshes, but there's a fuck. Well, oh, Josh, uh, Josh Gad, Josh Dumel. Oh fuck, Josh's Gad and Dumel probably would become a tag team. House yeah. Gad and House Dumel. <laughs> Josh Hutcherson. I don't know if anyone's thought of him since you know like 2014. Ooh, Josh Grobin. Dude, Ooh, he's gonna have Jesus one. on his side. Yeah, he will definitely rise up. I don't think we're going to be able to go back and forth on Josh Groban songs, Jared. I think you win that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I only got the the one. 
Doesn't he do a cover of that uh, gospel song? Hallelujah? I think so, yeah. I think he has a hallelujah. I think he has a hallelujah one that does well. In in Chelsea Stable. There was a secret chord. Ooh, hallelujah, that's a good one. Yeah, is that what Josh Groban does or no? Uh, that's Rufus Wainwright. <laughs> I'm sure he's got a cover, though. Everyone does. He's got a song in the movie Troy. I heard there was a secret chord. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you had Josh Groban on your socially constipated bingo this week, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Shouts out to the Joshes out there. Uh, that is a very cool event. I think when I heard about it, I didn't, this is this is new since I heard about it. When I heard about it, it was just about the tweet, and they were setting up the original event. And uh, it was one of those things where it had like a million people that said they would go on Facebook, but then like at 40 or so showed up. Um, and I think it was during pandemic, so it was one of those kind of, you know, slow news cycle kind of stories. Um but that's pretty dope. I like that. That makes me feel good. Shout out to the Joshes out there. Um, the other thing I wanted to uh, to uh, bring up is, so I was looking through uh, the headlines, and I saw someone was doing my job for me. They got a little creative with this with this title. Um, they went. They said, "Janitor corrals curious cougar in empty California classroom." <laughs> Oh my what? Whoever the author of that uh, that article was was just like, you know what? We're gonna do as much alliteration as I can. Dude, I love alliteration. That sounded pretty slick. Janitor corrals curious cougar in empty California classroom. I will say though, eight out of ten, because it could have been a custodian corral. I just thought that. Yep. Oh, yeah. yep. Yep. You're right. Custodian. Yeah. Custodian. Custodian. <laughs> custodian corrals curious. You can't. That's harder. Custodian corrals curious cougar in empty California classroom. Is there a, a, a better word for empty? Secluded. Could you secluded? It's not a C, but but, but that's not a C. The the cluded. Cle- yeah. Cleared. In cleared. In or cleared. Ca- yeah. Cu- cu- catastrophic okay i don't know but something about putting custodian in makes it sound a Mm -hmm. lot like porn (laughs) and now i'm remembering yeah this is definitely a video that i've seen where the custodian corrals a curious cougar (laughs) (laughs) definitely in a classroom yep yep this could be all milk Oh, holy shit. Where's 16, 69. 69. <laughs> Love that. Man. Uh, well, it's, it sounds like a good news day, Seth. You got any other headlines for us? That's all. That's, that's it, and news. that's all. Wow. Well, I guess I I'm the winner. But I, I think ultimately America's the winner because we're going to have less pissy elevators, uh, less curious cougars out there. Uh, and hopefully a few less Joshes. We didn't get the casualty count, but uh, I'm sure there were a couple. News or nonsense? News or nonsense? <laughs> yes, Donnie, indeed. 
All right, we are going to uh, talk about a few things from the grab bag here. Let's get into our bathroom reading. Sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. Uh, Jared, I don't know whether or not you needed a piss bot recently, but, uh, well, I think odds are you might have. Um, you told us before the show you, you dabbled in a bit of pet sitting recently and pet wanted to spin us a yarn. Sitting. Did a little bit of pet sitting this weekend. Yeah, through a roundabout series of events, I got to essentially dog sit for what? Roughly four days, I want to say. And again, people listening, backstory. I know, you know, through the through the socially constipated lore, I've never had a pet. Uh, maybe a goldfish, maybe a frog here or there. Um you know, petted a dog a time or two. I've seen one in the wild. Um, people I've dated previously have... Uh, okay, so the dog that I watched was uh, a chihuahua. And uh, people in the, my past that I've uh, uh, been involved with, if you will, have also... Oh, well. <laughs> have also had a chihuahua. And at some point, I've either been around it or had to watch it, you know, for a series of events, whatever. Uh, nothing but just awful experiences. Barking, pissing, shitting. I'm taking it outside. It just looks at me like I'm an idiot, so I bring it back inside, and then it just makes, just a, makes a big old mound of pudding on my carpet. I'm like, you motherfucker! So I was a little skeptical about dog-sitting this dog. So that's uh, basically what I went into, and I was like, I'm going to give it a fair shake. You know, I'm trying to be... Uh, you know, trying to help someone in need in this situation, gain points, if you will, if you're that kind of person. Um, so, yeah, I got to hang out with a nice chihuahua for uh, four days and surprisingly went very swimmingly. Hmm. Um, I, I realize, uh, you know, people uh, listening, I, I work from home. Um, and this dog, I realize what a dog does all day. They will wake you up potentially at the ass crack of dawn unless you just don't get out of bed <laughs> then they're like okay i got i can't do anything about this so uh basically wake up take it out does its thing give it some food give it some water and then it just sleeps until you then take it out the next time huh. um it, it again my basement is very cold so it just basically sat next to me and like slept on my uh, leg or next to me uh just sawing logs this dog snored i did not know uh, I guess dog snore. Um, I probably should have known that. Um, <laughs> I've not. I, but, I didn't know that. I, I yeah, feel like yeah, I've, I, maybe I've heard dog snore. I don't I've, know. I, I I know dogs like they have dreams and they do like the zoomies or run in their dreams every now and then. But yeah, the whole uh, sawn logs. I I didn't know uh, dogs dogs do that. Um, took it on a walk a handful of times. Again, walking or you know, it the dog was basically on vacation, you know. Normally it gets one walk in the morning, one walk at night. This one was getting three, maybe four a day that noon walk. Now mind you, very tiny dog. Seven pounds, chihuahua, very stubby. It it, it, it if you will, it's it's a potato, it's maybe a chode. <laughs> um it's a very small dog. A little plump. Um, I'm pretty sure I put way too many miles on this dog because every <laughs> single walk I put it on, it just laid down <laughs> with, <laughs> with maybe a third, maybe a fourth of the walk left. And I'm like, no, we got to go. And it's just looking at me like, you're going to have to pick me up. Luckily made it, but like its tongue is just like instantly straight for the water once we got back home after the walk. You're here. And it's funny because, what's that? You're here. 
My tongue's always always going straight yeah. for the water too. <laughs> yum 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 yum. Um, I then ask after the fact of of watching this dog how far you're supposed to or usually. Um, I'm pretty sure I was taking the dog on twice as long as it should have been going. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to, you know, get it fit, you know, get that dog's summer body going and whatnot. It's but beach uh, it is beach season. Also, it's uh, this dog. It likes to burrow, so uh, basically, I just threw a blanket down, and it would just go underneath and just, I, you know, basically, I needed to get a little miner's hat and whatnot because it was just in a tunnel or a cave all day long. But one <laughs> kind of funny thing that happened that again, I am not. I had this happen when I lived uh, with cats in college. I laid hamburger out to thaw. I come back, and the cats are just devouring the hamburger on the floor. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I learned. Um, so it is Saturday. No, it is Friday. I've had a long week. I'm like, I'm going to relax. I'm going to go get some food. Got some Domino's, which I have a whole issue with Domino's. That's maybe a longer story for Uh-oh. a different time. Yeah, Domino's, and then I made a bunch of uh, chicken nuggets in the air fryer. So I'm living large my friends you know i like the one percent right now so i'm eating this pizza eating these uh chicken nuggets and i, I run out of pizza so i go upstairs to go, go get some pizza i must have taken my sweet time or the dog had you know better snout than the piss smelling robots <laughs> i come downstairs i don't know maybe a minute maybe two minutes later the dog is snout deep in my bowl of chicken no. nuggets and i'm like oh. what are you doing and i it is hilarious because it knew I was coming, so it chipmunked as many in its mouth as it could, <laughs> and it looked like, you know, that one picture of a dog getting stung like a bee, and it just has huge cheeks? Uh-huh. It was packed full of chicken nuggets. I'm like, how many did you eat? And it, they just it, the dog just looked at me like I was like, hey, you left them open. But the funny yeah. thing is, it like, it had to... Essentially, I was eating on, like, an ottoman, or I had my food in it. So it had to jump from the couch onto there eat it quick and then jump back but i caught it on the jump back mm-hmm. also there's crumbs everywhere so i was like i got mm-hmm. you i got you dog so uh uh i guess i learned my lesson that don't leave food in reach of a very hungry puppy did it get sick uh luckily no but i was very scared because i was like how many did you eat and luckily there was no like dipping sauces out or anything or like potentially anything that the like i'm glad i didn't have ice cream that i left out because i was gonna have that later i was like maybe i should be more uh self-aware of where i'm putting my ice cream bowls if uh you're gonna be just eat my chicken nuggets yeah that's yeah that's why i put chocolate over every all of my food so that oh yeah just eat yeah. it learns its lesson <laughs> 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 wow you just straight up just send it in the hospital and be like that's yep. a warning yep, yep. Uh, french fries ketchup a little bit of chocolate on top yeah. of it just to be safe yeah 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 and the um, thing is again i would have given it a nice little scrap here or there but uh it chose oh, yeah. to you lose uh, that you yeah. lose that privilege <laughs> dog. I, <laughs> yeah that dog, oh yeah yeah that dog would have been the game-winning field goal in the super bowl if i would have caught that mid-act it would have been <laughs> <laughs> It's sawed from 65 yards. <laughs> Bar? <laughs> that thing would have been, it would have been like, if you had a out, like an outside view of your window, it would have like yeah. had a, a cartoon, like you'd have to spatula the thing off of that, that window. If, if that would have been me. Holy shit. Is this oh, the kind man. of chihuahua that always had its tongue out a little bit? Uh, a little well when it's when it's like exhausted or hot or whatever honestly it looks like a fat version not a fat version but a chubbier maybe a huskier version of the taco bell dog 
Chihuahua back in the day. <laughs> okay, so that was gonna be my other question: is how much Taco Bell did you feed this dog? Uh, luckily, no, I, I, because I feel like that could have definitely just essentially a shotgun blast of disaster somewhere in my house. I didn't want to do that. Uh, the only only uh, human food I gave it was uh, the chicken nuggets. I didn't give it. Stolen. <laughs> yeah, they took it. Straight out of my hardworking money, those chicken nuggets that were so cheap, just mowing down on him. Um, but then I think on Sunday or something, I was grilling and, uh, you know, I cut off a little piece of pork and gave uh, the dog some pork every now and then. But, I okay, I didn't know this. Um, luckily, I didn't do this. Um, okay, chocolate is one of the big no-no's. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they can't have onions either. Nope, no onions. Grapes are also what else? recommended. Grapes? There's, there's okay, a I'm lot glad. of shit that you shouldn't be giving your dog. <laughs> See, and and that's one of those things that I think, uh, reeling it back, you know, looking back, it was a nice, you know, having someone to hang out with during the day. I, mm, maybe one day I'll have a pet, but I just, maybe I'm super selfish. I don't like taking care of something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel you there. That'd be, did you get, uh, I think I saw at least one reel maybe that you did did you at least put the dog to work get some good content oh yeah yeah i did i did uh uh, there was uh the dog played a a velociraptor in one of my videos (laughs) Um, i then repurposed that same uh essentially second one second clip for another video so you know hey you're not staying here for free you were definitely uh you're putting the work in and then apparently she felt like uh that chicken nuggets were deserved after the performance. Yeah, the apparently she was like, "Hey, I'm, you know, I got my SAG card. This is union job. <laughs> I need my chicken nuggets." She got her WAG card. <laughs> yeah, she got her WAG card. Wow, that's a nice one. <laughs> but it was also funny because, uh, you know, I'm doing voiceovers and recording and stuff, and there's clips of me doing stuff, and it just starts barking because I'm not by it, and I'm like, you gotta shut up. I'm- <laughs> doing a voiceover right now can you please not do this (laughs) i would watch i would watch a a show where it was just you and a chihuahua (laughs) i mean it's it's as funny and a chihuahua every now and then just be like (laughs) yep it's as funny as it it, like you're making it out to sound holy shit i'd give anything to see it laying on the ground outside and you being like come on man (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm literally, like, dragging it, like, comically, like, you know, how you see someone, like, drag a, a tired dog. Oh, fucking A. Yeah, you gotta get, like, a, a, a tiny boy chihuahua and name it Chuck, and you could have a TikTok series, Jay Buck and Chuck. Oh, my god! See? There you go. Okay, then, then I might consider it, because, again, I'm going to uh, exploit it as much as I can. And it, it, yeah, it's it's just videos of you like editing. It's like a thirty second video. It's just like you editing and barks every once in a while. And then you just at the end go, "Come on, Chuck!" And then <laughs> come on, Jay fucking Chuck. Chuck did it. Did wow. Bam, bam. <laughs> you might have actually just opened up a <laughs> Pandora's box right now. I was gonna say somebody's gonna be Chihuahua sitting uh, a little more. Stock and mm-hmm. chicken nuggets about to go up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Seth would have put the chihuahua inside of the air fryer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I heard they're good that way. Chuck roast. Oh, Oh, wow. There we go. Wow. Holy cow. There he goes again. That's when when I berate him in front of his friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If you could get a bunch of dogs to sit still, and then you just insulted all of them. (laughs) Look at this hairy son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man! Wow! 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 She wow what? <laughs> I'm not gonna take the point for that one. Um, Jesus. Well, I'm glad you had a fun time with the uh, with your with your uh, your chihuahua. That is, goddamn! I laughed really fucking hard. <laughs> um, I I guess I wanted to point out a movie, and this is I guess a warning. Like, don't go watch this movie. Um, it's called uh, The Valet. It's on Hulu, and I think it's getting a decent amount of advertising. So you may see it like earlier on in the thing. Um, it may sound funny the way I describe it. Uh, it's not worth your time. I'm just telling you right now. Um, <clears throat> this movie is, and I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Uh, Samara Weaving, who I know you guys know, was in uh, Hide and Seek. Um, she was in the uh, Guns Akimbo with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. She's been mm-hmm. in a few other things. We're fans. Um, she looks a lot like Margot Robbie. And uh, she is this super huge movie star. And she is having an affair. Um, well, she's she's not married. But she is sleeping with Max Greenberg, who plays Schmidt on New Girl. Um, and he's married. So th- there's kind of a secret affair going on there. Well... One night while she's leaving his place, they get into an argument in front of their one night. They they get into an argument and a paparazzi sees them and snaps a photo. And Max Greenberg is like a a super rich guy. So it's like they know who he is. So that they're spotted together is an issue. Um, Mm -hmm. But it just so happens that also in the photo um, near them is this uh, Mexican dude. Um, who happens to be a valet and he's our, our story's protagonist. Um, and he's just like a kind of, kind of, you know, typical schmucky kind of Mexican dude. He's a little bit down on his luck. Um, he's separated from his wife and trying to maybe win her back, take, takes care of his mom. He's got a little apartment. Um, and, uh, he's a, he's a valet. And so what they, so the, the, the paparazzi snaps his photo and Max Greenberg's wife sees it and is like, you're having an affair with this fucking actress, aren't you, you dickhead? I'm going to take, I'm going to divorce you and take all my family's money back away from you and you're going to be destitute. And he's like, no, 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 that's not what happened. I don't know that lady at all. Um, I think she was actually with that valet. Um, I just happened to be walking by. <laughs> And he's got like this, this kind of Doug Stamper kind of get shit done attorney that works with him. And he's like, go track this guy down and tell him we'll pay him whatever he wants to pretend to be in a couple with Samara Weaving. And that will get the scent off of this affair trail. And, um, that's what the movie is, is they have to pretend that they're a couple, um, so that Max Greenberg doesn't get in trouble. And of course, along the way, everybody learns lessons and, and et cetera down the line. Um, but basically, this is just like a 50-year-old Mexican guy going, and, he, <laughs> and at one point he goes to a, 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 a movie premiere. She's just come out with a movie where she's playing Amelia Earhart, and it's like a super huge movie. And she go, he goes to the premiere with her, and he like barely speaks English, and um, you know, he doesn't He's like fish out of water in high society. And at one point he, they go out for lunch and he's walking to the bathroom and people start 
like saying, hey, hey, I need a water refill. They think he's a waiter. <laughs> and uh, he's just is like, oh, okay. And he starts pouring water for people. <laughs> Uh, and then like they're at a cocktail party and they keep like people hand him trays and he just like works like he's just like okay i'll carry it around um so there's a there's a couple funny things the funniest part of this movie though his mom um who only speaks spanish um the 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 valet the main character comes home one day and there's a uh this old old korean guy coming out of his apartment with a uh uh toolkit and he's like oh shit is something wrong um and he's like oh yeah the pipes are fine i just uh, had to go in there and fix them and uh uh he goes in and is talking to um his mom who's there and he's like oh i saw mr kim leaving and she goes uh, uh oh yeah the sink is fine and he's like wait wait a minute he said it was the toilet and so it turns out that his mom is fucking this Korean guy. <laughs> and the Korean guy only speaks Korean. <laughs> so they can't even talk to each other. But there's a bunch of jokes where his mom is like talking about how good a lover this old guy Kim is. And um, at one point, the whole Mexican family is there and they're kind of fangirling over Samara weaving. And then the Korean family also shows up and it's just like a weird little shot with them um again i'm making it sound more fun than it is like if you're super into like the romantic comedy thing maybe you'll enjoy this i thought it was very dumb um but you know it had its its funny moments um i i have no clue why i watched it uh i think i think gina put it on we were with her parents that's what it was and she just put it on and uh it was isn't it, of all the movies i haven't seen that i want to see i ended up watching the valet instead so i guess i don't know maybe that's accidentally a recommendation but I, I i'm not saying go watch the valet but it is on hulu if you want to it's it was it had its moments i'll say that we're gonna wrap up maybe our bathroom reading there and, and get into a couple of quickie reviews beyond just the valet here so let's uh let's jump out of our bathroom reading now that we know about our chihuahuas and our uh mexican and korean sexual relationships <coughs> sitting on the toilet now, flush. All right, so that's bathroom reading. Let's hit a couple quickie reviews before we start wrapping things up here. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. All right, big couple of weeks. Summer movie season is in full swing. Jared, you got to a couple things that I think a lot of folks will be seeing. Um, we got... Uh, ac actually the same segue works for both. So I'll let you pick. We got, uh, two additions to franchises that were massive in the nineties and are trading on some nostalgia now. Yep. Uh, showgirls too. <laughs> <laughs> more girls, more show. heavyweights, <laughs> more <laughs> heavyweights too. Oh dude. I'd love heavyweights too. Dude, bring it out. 2025. We're going to get heavyweight showgirls, the crossover Ooh, event. Oh no. Legendary. Gonna be awesome. Legendary. Instead of a stripper pole, it's a fire pole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I I got out to see uh, both Lightyear. Saw that tonight, actually, right before this recording, and then also Jurassic World Dominion. And um, <laughs> I can't bark like, like Simba the uh, raptors on the Lion King video game. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, that's good. 
Yeah, when he's trying to go after the bug in the movie, like scare the yeah. bug. Anyway, uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, uh, I won't give like a full review. I think I mean there's there's some fun dino action. You know, the OG cast is back and whatnot. Um, you know, the dinosaur, if you remember from the Fallen Kingdom movie, the dinosaurs are kind of like living in a world that is our world and whatnot. Um, so that, it's kind of cool to see how it's, you know, they kind of deal with like, you know, the dinosaurs are dealing with like essentially real life, like technology and stuff that is ours. Like, you know, instead of you hitting a deer, you hit a fucking dinosaur. Holy shit. Like, like there's stuff like that, but also it does kind of, you know, go back into your stereotypical kind of realm or world or scenarios with uh, these dinosaurs and whatnot. Yeah. So I heard, I didn't see this, but I heard that, Mm -hmm. uh, essentially like there's still everyday life going on, but then, Oh yeah. Dinosaurs everywhere. So like people will be like fucking like, Karen will be work, walk into her job and get picked up by a Velociraptor and the r- Velociraptor and they'll be like, "Yeah, Karen's gone." Like, yeah, be like, "Yeah, she's 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 dead." Um, yeah. That was honestly, I'm glad you brought that up because that's kind of one of my like almost criticisms is it's daily life, but right. like you said, there's these dinosaurs on the loose, and I'm Just like, "Are up. you not gonna st- like like I thought that they would Kill. steer more into essentially this like uh, zombie." You know, like a zombie apocalypse that kind of starting, yeah. like dinosaurs, like doing that. Yeah, they don't. It's it's like like you're saying, Bill just going to the office <laughs> and you know, balancing the books while his wife just got picked up by a pterodactyl. You know, it, like like it sounds like it's one step away from like some guy on his bike delivering food and get picked up by a T Rex and like they do like a freeze frame on him or whatever, and he's like, well, that's Monday, and then he gets eaten. Straight or up, straight up, you almost to a T explained a scene from the movie. It is and again, I don't know if either of you guys are seeing it. I, I can spoil something it. right no. now. Is that I, your I, is that your problem with dominoes? Is that No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, that's a whole issue. I'll talk maybe next week about dominoes. So that's a tease for next week, people. Um I guess Cody, are you gonna see this Pizza movie? Tease. I'm probably gonna it's, see it's it, two, but I don't give a shit. If, okay, it's yeah. a two second video. No lie. I started grinning because I was thinking about both you guys. There's a dude on a fucking bird scooter cruising next to two T-Rexes like it's no big deal, and then one of them eats him. (laughs) Oh, my God. And he's just nonchalantly cruising on a scooter. And I'm like, was this a product? Like, what was going on here? So, again... It's goofy at times. It tries to be serious, but also, like, is this weird thing? And then... The, the whole crux or the problem conflict if you will at the core of it feels very weird um it's not even dinosaur related their dinosaurs are just like hey we made another movie we're kind of in it um i don't know if that either is going to persuade or dissuade you from uh seeing jurassic world dominion it'll but blue suede me yeah blue suede yeah yeah <laughs> um nice yeah dinosaurs if you like dinosaurs um, Lightyear, though, I went and saw that one earlier, and Pixar, you know, they're back at it. Um, basically, the setup of this is this is the movie that Andy watched before he got his Buzz Lightyear toy in the first Toy Story. So we're basically Andy now watching movies in his world. Um, I don't know. You you kind of get, a, you know, the story of real, like the real Buzz Lightyear and why there's certain things he does, certain equipment that is on the action figure um, certain phrases, if you will. Um, 
So it's it's cool what they kind of did and interesting. Um, there's definitely um, kind of a darker tone here or there. There's elements of Interstellar. There's elements of the game Returnal. There's there's these interesting kind of cool things that they did with the story, but also like it it kind of drags a lot in the middle. I would say um, again some cool stuff. The the animation. I don't know what Pixar is doing over there. What kind of technology they have, but it's an amazing looking movie. Story-wise, it didn't really work for me or hit, like, I don't know if I'll, like, rush out to go see this one again. Maybe watch, you know, scenes here or there. But uh, it was packed. I mean, I think kids are going to love it. Again, maybe, you know, get that sense of nostalgia if you grew up or are big fans of Toy Story as well. Um, I know that a, a lot of hubbub or, you know, conflict, uh, cancel culture, uh, they, did bring, they did not bring Tim Allen back. So uh, I don't know if you oh. want to write your senator. Pussies. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though, even though this character would one hundred percent have been at the Capitol riots, like <laughs> his attitude screams it. Holy shit! To the Senate and beyond. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Well, we got uh, we got dinos and space movies uh, on the smaller screen, though. Uh, Seth, you must be doing triple overtime at TV watching these days. Um, but I think a reprieve has come for you. A couple of shows here have uh, wrapped up their latest season. Yep, yep. Uh, we had the third season of Barry, which I believe the fourth one is already written, so hopefully we get that next season soon. Um, enjoyed this season. Had a little bit of a kind of goofier tone in a way. Like, definitely crazier, but goofy. Um, to like some of the comedy was was a little... They, like the comedy I think was more apparent in this season um, but I, uh, I I did enjoy it and the finale kind of takes you on a different direction for where the series is going to go I'll leave it at that um, Hacks finished its second season um, which that almost felt like a series finale which would be sad but apparently they've also written more um, hmm. but uh, I think it, like if it were not to come back it would be a satisfying ending um, ish, but hopefully they, they do get more. But the this season they were uh, so uh, Deborah Vance, who's played by um, uh, wow, uh, uh, Julia go. Childs. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, I cannot think of her name. I'm having the same brain fart. Uh, she was in Sex and the City. Uh, Jean Smart. Jean Smart. I was gonna say Judy, but uh, yeah, Jean Smart. Wait, was she in then- Sex and the City? I don't know. Oh my gosh, you just broke my brain because it is, isn't it? No, I don't Holy... think it is. Wait, is it? I don't think. No, it's not. No. Wait. Wait, no. was it? <laughs> oh shit! If I broke so, my you, own brain too. <laughs> if so, you broke my brain because I did not. I was like, "Holy crap, that's the you same guys, person." No, you it's guys not. Are being real, you guys are being <laughs> real gene dumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get um, you one of these. Where's my fucking thing at? There. It is. It is. I can say emphatically. Or I can say with certainty. It is not. She is not in Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> There's Kim Cattrall, and is I think who I was thinking of is Kim Cattrall. Um, um, anyway, Seth, you you make it to you. <laughs> and then see, and this is dumb. I remember the the other lead, who is not someone who's like in anything else. Uh, H- Hannah Einbender is the or Einbinder or something like that is the uh the 
other lead who plays Ava. And they're on the road this season. Um, they're tr basically trying to – Deborah Vance loses and in the first season loses her spot at the um, – like her residency at the casino she's at. And so the second season is her hitting the road trying to get, build a name back up for herself to uh, ultimately get a spot at a different casino um, is her main goal. There's a little bit of friction from the end of season one uh, of Hacks that kind of gets uh, brought up a few times in season two, and um, that has a, a little bit of uh, r obstacle in their relationship. But ultimately, the show is the best because of their relationship. The comedy's great, too. Um, there's some interesting... I mean, they actually talk about some of the psychology with, with uh, stand-up, which is cool, um, and show a little bit of the stuff of like life on the road and that type of thing. Um, but ultimately, the show is at its best with those two together um and uh you get some of the best jokes that way um couple nice moments between the characters at times during the season but i liked it a lot still still very good show didn't have really a, a big sophomore slump or anything like that um had a bunch of jokes and uh emotional moments too so uh if you haven't seen hacks watch both seasons uh it would be like a total of 16 episodes half hour piece so you're not spending too much time on it so uh, hopefully it gets another season. I'm excited to watch season two. I really enjoyed the first season. I watched it fast. I was like on a plane trip, I think. Um, it has one of, I I think you'll know what I'm talking about, Seth. There's an episode, it's like maybe the fourth episode of the first season, has the, I don't know if I'd call it a twist, one of the most shocking things I've ever seen on TV um, in in that show. <laughs> and it is, it's it's not, to call it a twist would be a stretch. And it's not like, shocking in the way you traditionally think of shocking but just like there's something in that show that i never thought i would see in a show like it didn't even occur to me as something that was possible to happen and uh and and it, i was like holy shit is that what really they're doing here um <laughs> and uh so I'm, i i do like that show and i agree with what you said i like hearing about the comedy in there but they have a really good rapport so I, i'm stoked to get on season two of this one for sure <laughs> And then, I, yeah, I think I mentioned it briefly last week, but Girls 5 Eva uh, finished up. Uh, just a, a just a, that, that's a show that, uh, if you're just looking for dumb jokes to laugh at, um, absolutely watch the show. It does make its points and things, like the main part of the show is about this girl group who are older women, like in their 40s or whatever, um, who are like past that time of being like a girl group, um, but still trying to make it and you know get back to fame and all that stuff but on top of that there's just like some really crazy random stupid fucking jokes that are hilarious and i would put it like on the same same kind of level as like a 30 rock that type of thing like that random off the wall humor um but also very funny and some of it's actually pretty smart too at times uh so peacock if you have peacock or a free count on peacock or whatever definitely check out girls five eva just especially if you just you know need a Something to watch if you have, uh, you know, some extra recreationals or a drink or whatever it might be. <laughs> there you go. It's another Tina Fey produced one. So uh, if you're into that brand of comedy, um, a lot more of that. You kind of ran the gamut for us on comedy here, Seth. We got uh, some dark stuff with Barry, some uh, different kind of dark stuff in Hacks, hacks <laughs> and then just the uh, slapstick stuff um, in Girls 5 Eva. So a pretty good roundup this week. And uh, I'm sure we'll get more from... Uh, Seth wrapping up other TV shows just because there's so much stuff on right now. But um, we got uh, well Barry Hacks and Girls 5 Eva. And then on the big screen, Lightyear and Jurassic World Dominion uh, are out there now to go watch. Uh, sounds like Big and Loud is the recommendation for both of those. Mom, 
What do you think? I love it! I hate it! Alright folks, well, we are just about wrapped up here. But before we go, gotta leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. Just wanted to do a quick little comedy roundup. I've been watching a bunch of stand-up and comedy-related things lately. Um, I also went out to uh, New York. Uh, my girlfriend Gina is from the Buffalo area. And near there is Jamestown, New York, which is the birthplace of um, uh, Lucy, Lucille Ball. And so the National Comedy Center is there. And this is not something I knew existed hmm. until very recently. But we went, and it is amazing. I could have spent a week there. They have so oh, much man. cool shit. They have, like, there was a, a an exhibit dedicated specifically to George Carlin. And they had a bunch of his actual notebooks and note cards. And, like, his, they talk so much about how much he writes. And he was hyper-organized. And they had... Uh, uh, an exhibit based specifically on like late night TV and one about sketches and one about internet comedy and one of, they had a spe specific room you had to buzz into. Um, that was, uh, the blue room. So it was just like dirty words and dirty topics in comedy. So there was like a little presentation about like using the N word and another one about like pussy and, uh, George Carlin's famous, like seven words you can't say on TV. <laughs> so it's just like, if you're into comedy at all, besides just, I like to laugh, um, and you make your way to Jamestown, New York, which most people like won't, it's, <laughs> you have to go there with intent. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend the National Comedy Center. Super fucking fun. We even, uh, you could pick a joke and go up on a little stage they had and do comedy karaoke. Uh, yeah. I didn't do it. Gina really pushed me, pushed, pushed and wanted me to do an Aziz joke, but I didn't like the one that they had. Uh, you couldn't mm -hmm. pick up everything. And then what we did do though is. We got uh, in front of a camera that had a green screen and you could reenact a famous comedy scene. So Gina and I were Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone <laughs> uh, when they're, uh, they're doing the outro and you can't hear them talking and they're like, uh, I'm going to punch you in the ovaries. And they're like smiling at each other um, mm -hmm. while the news does its outro. So that was pretty fun. It, that it was a super, super cool place. Um, <clears throat> and um, got me all you know comedy hyped up. So I watched a bunch of specials after that. Um, Ricky Gervais, his new one is Super Nature. You, if you don't like Ricky Gervais, you probably aren't going to like this, but uh, if, if you've ever liked him, he's he really feels like he's in control here. Uh, it, was, it was really good stuff. You have to be willing to go a little bit down the road of um, you should really be able to joke about anything, you know, and he makes jokes about all the topics you're not supposed to make jokes about. Um, but I, And usually that's not my thing. I'm okay with joking about anything. What I don't like is when people try to like stamp their feet and say, I need to be able to joke about this. Uh, that's kind of where I'm like, oh, fuck you. Um, and he does that, which, you know, isn't my favorite thing. But I think this was the most tolerable version of that that I've seen. Because I could, I could identify the, the intelligence there. And I genuinely laughed at some shit that I was not proud of having laughed at. So I was, I was like, <laughs> okay, you did your job, man. Um the uh, the other one I watched was Norm Macdonald's um, Nothing Special, and it it was secretly taped at the beginning of COVID um, when he was about to get a surgery and he wasn't sure if he was going to make it. And if you know Norm, he he died last year um, of cancer and nobody knew he had it, like he hadn't told anybody. And uh, so he secretly filmed this before he went in for a surgery. He ended up making through that surgery, but didn't survive long enough to go back out on tour. And so he shot this alone in a single take 
on like a webcam. That's crazy. And it is, it is really cool. And, and it's the kind of thing that like, not every joke in it would kill if he told it in a club, but because you know he's gone and this is like the last thing he did, it's really cool how much meaning there is in otherwise stupid little jokes. Um, and Norm's always been a really smart comic. So that one's really cool. And then afterwards they had a little panel, Dave Letterman, Dave Chappelle, Conan O'Brien, Adam Sandler and David Spade and Molly Shannon. And it was them having just watched it talking amongst themselves and telling stories and stuff. Very, very cool. If you're a Norm fan at all, it's a must watch. Um, and then the last thing was the hall. So they're starting a national, uh, comedy hall of fame, which will be at the comedy center in Jamestown. And they, the first group of inductees is George Carlin, um, uh, uh, George Carlin fucking, why am I, uh, Jesus, George Carlin, Robin Williams, um, um, Richard Pryor. And who was the woman that used to scream at people on the Joan Rivers red carpet? Joan Rivers. Fuck. Yeah. I had not seen a lot of Joan Rivers <laughs> comedy, uh, other than the red carpet stuff. She is fucking hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> um, they showed a bunch of clips of all of them and they had, uh, Pete Davidson kind of introed the whole thing. John Stewart inducted, um, Robin Williams, I think. Dave Chappelle no, inducted was, Richard Pryor. He was uh, George Carlin. You're I right. That one. Yep, you're right. Um, uh, Chelsea Handler inducted Joan Rivers. Uh, Dave Chappelle did Pryor, and who did Mulaney? Yeah, that's right, Mulaney. Um, which I, I woke, I fell asleep during some of that and woke up and Mulaney is up there. So I'm like, I got to go back and watch that. But yeah. I, did, I, I did watch the George Carlin and some of the Robin Williams ones so far. Or it was Robin really Williams, good. But, uh, prior. That whole thing was super, super dope. The, the Hall of Fame thing will be will be really cool. But um, I like when comedy, when comics and there's a lot of this around Norm, too. When comics um, really appreciate each other, they're very good at kind of eulogizing each other. And so like Chappelle's. Oh, my God. I was I was I was watching this on a plane and I was like crying like fully crying on this plane which i have never done usually i avoid shit that makes me cry on a plane but i didn't see it coming when they were doing the richard Pryor one um so if you're into comedy at all all of those things the go to the national comedy center the the ricky gervais special the norm mcdonald special and the hall are all watch them immediately they're all on netflix um, uh, super super good got me hyped up to write some jokes if you want to watch one that'll make you cry uh the they did so Jeff Ross was on that hall one and did talked about all the people who had passed and he talks about Bob Saget who like, oh he was my super god that was so with. perfect there's a full thing that they did at the mm-hmm. comedy store uh, for Bob Saget where they showed clips and had like it was hosted by Jeff Ross and uh, like Jim Carrey was up on stage like the whole time Chris um, Rock was Chris there. Rock uh, like Seth Green popped up on stage John Mayer was like really close weirdly really close with Bob Saget. And was like playing music the whole time. Um, they had, yeah, like they showed like clips from his, uh, ser- like his, the the eulogy or whatever um, what that Chappelle was at and talked about him. Really good. Uh, really, really cool. And I think like for the like uh, Norm McDonald's, like who were known as like these genius stand up guys and stuff like that. Bob Saget, I don't think, is given quite that much credit because he had the full house stuff. 
Yep. And like that's part of it. Like that's a big part of his career, obviously. But the stand up is what he loved. And what people like comics, all the comics respected him. Like everyone to a T in that that thing um, talked about how much like they respected him as a comic. And that's all how much all he loved. And so like that was really cool. I'd recommend watching that. Maybe that'll be more one more thing. Watch that. Nice. <laughs> that's a uh, dirty daddy. The Bob yeah. Saget tribute. I won't say the joke, but Jeff Ross makes a joke in the hall that is. <laughs> I I don't I'm not, I don't historically have a ton of respect for Jeff Ross. Uh, yeah. He's just not been a favorite of mine. But he makes a joke in that the hall that I was like just ah oh, Chef's kiss, perfect yeah. fucking joke. Um, and I won't say it here, but go watch the hall and you'll know exactly the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, one of the other things too that was like, oh man, the, the apparently Bob Saget like had this opener he took on the road with him for like over a decade, um, like featured opener like whatever where he was on the the list, and like like I think thirteen years they said, and this guy got to see, like he talked about how much stand up meant to Bob Saget and like how every night he would go out there thinking that like they wouldn't love him or the crowd wouldn't love him Man. or wouldn't give him like their, you know, like they, that he wouldn't kill or wouldn't be able to deliver a good enough show. And every single time he'd come back and be like, I killed that. He'd always crush, you know, cause people there wanted, wanted to see him and were excited to, to see his act. And the guy, and the guy the whole time, like the, the, sh- the, his opener leading up to it, like every day, every show would be like, they're here to see you. They love you. What are you talking about? Stop freaking out. Cause he would like get so worked up about it. And then, like, he'd come back after the show and be like, I crush it, I crush it. And the guy's like, yeah, duh, I tell you this every time, and you don't listen to me. But 13 <laughs> years of that. And he'd get to see, like, some of his insecurities and, like, his little message after, or, like, his little thing at the comedy store, uh, like, talking about it uh, at, at the little thing that they were doing. He, It was, like, that was the one that almost, like, got me the most because it was, like, this guy had got to see some of the most, like, intimate moments with him. And now, like, all of a sudden that, you know, he's gone. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Saget is one of those dudes that anyone who who would call themselves a comic loves Bob Saget. <laughs> like without mm-hmm. fail. Um yeah, that dude's wild. I I can't imagine having Bob Saget's success and still having that feeling, but I can relate to being like, yeah, I'm probably bombing tonight and then coming <laughs> off stage and being like, "Oh, I forgot I'm awesome." Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, round us out. What do you got for us? Oh, yeah. My one more thing. I don't know. I don't have anything like grandiose or whatever, but uh, there's a new movie coming to uh, Apple TV Plus this weekend called Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Oh, finally. I was able to watch that uh, at Sundance. They also had it at South by Southwest. Honestly, I I loved this movie and whatnot, so if you're looking forward to any kind of good kind of coming of age, a little bit of... uh, lost i don't know what i'm doing with my life kind of movies check that one out also shameless plug i'm doing a essentially a gig for apple tv plus and this movie so uh if you do see that uh video please just give it a thumbs up or anything like that uh i think it'll be on tiktok on friday potentially but uh very very grateful for that opportunity especially since it's a movie that i loved after i saw it so uh it was a match made that's perfect, man. Yeah. If you don't mm. have to pretend you're liking the stuff you're peddling, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, spoilers, sometimes you got. <laughs> and, and, and you're so good at it, no one will be able to tell which ones are which, I'm sure. Exactly. Um, Ask all my exes. There you go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Uh, well, keep an eye out. I'll try to find that link and uh, put it in the description box so you can go check out Jared pushing uh, Apple TV Plus and Cha Cha real smooth. Um, also gave you a bunch of stuff on Netflix to watch in the comedy genre. Um, so plenty out there to go enjoy and laugh at this weekend. So those are our reviews for the week. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. And that is going to wrap us up for this week's show. Um, plenty of stuff to go watch, plenty of stuff to go talk and think about. A lot of you guys are going to be rushing out there buying chihuahuas. I can already tell. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is a fun episode. I laughed my balls off tonight. Um, <laughs> we are back to the weekly programming. So every Tuesday, you can expect new shows of this socially constipated variety. Uh, in the meantime, you can always go out and check out sociallyconstipatedpod.com. That's where you can keep up to date on pretty much everything we got going on. Follow our social media profiles, uh, descriptions and comments on all of our episodes, and all the other goodness. Um, join the mailing list to keep up, and also become an anchor wanker. Really appreciate those of y'all who are kicking us a couple bucks to keep the show going and growing as always. So that, again, is going to wrap us up for the week. Enjoy the rest of your day and your week. That's it for us. For Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye.